Hello! Welcome to the podcast from ThatGuitarLover.com. My name's Ross. I'll be your host for these episodes. Enjoy! Welcome to the podcast at ThatGuitarLover.com. Let's say that you have a guitar that fits you well, has a great neck, is a great player, except that you don't like the sound of the guitar when it's plugged in. Has this ever happened to you? It's happened to me. My experience is limited to predominantly brand name guitars of the type that are long-term buys that cost a fair bit of coin. So you should expect that they would sound great, but sometimes they don't. In fact, one would expect in that case where you've spent a fair bit of money, that the sound from the amplified guitar will be amazing. But you'll discover either quickly or over time that it's not what you would really prefer. I find guitar reviews sometimes challenging because the recorded pieces are often recorded by a very proficient player and we're only hearing the best work. It's been edited. We often don't know what is done in the production of the recording. We might know about pedals and that, and even amplifiers, but we don't have a good sense of what else is happening. I've heard guitars that sound great in a review, but when I play them myself, I'm not hearing what I think I heard in the review or the video presentation. I've also bought guitars where I thought the tone was decent, but the more I played the instrument, the more I lived with it, the less that I liked the tone. But rather than replacing a guitar that is otherwise ideal, consider changing the one thing that impacts the sound of the electric most of all, and that's the pickups themselves. I'm surely not implying that all factory-delivered pickups are poor or inferior. Some are perfectly fine to me and lots of other folks. I do have to bear in mind, though, that for cost reasons, the factory pickups are made on an assembly line as automated as possible, and tuned, set up, for the greatest level of adoption. They don't really stand out because they're not designed to stand out. There's also a lot of marketing mumbo-jumbo of magnet types, and wire gauge, and wrap type. And while this is interesting, and these things definitely do impact the sound of the pickup, the auditory reality is that the pickup is both the sum of its parts and its construction. Some people like really old pickups for a variety of reasons, but one of the reasons we hear about is that they were wound by hand. If one were to compare several sets of Gibson PAFs, you will find differences in the wind and even in the number of winds. Automation is wonderful. It makes everything the same. Humans introduce some variability and for different reasons, we often seek out that variability. When you look to pickups from an individual builder, it's reasonable to expect them to sound different and hopefully and probably better than a mass-produced pickup. I've had pickups that came with respected name guitars sound flat and boring to me. I've had some that dump all the high end when you turn the volume down a tiny bit. Or if I turn on both pickups in a pickup pair, the whole tone package turns to thick mud. The guitar is still awesome. 
It's great to play. It feels terrific. The balance is wonderful. But it sounds like crap. I've even had professional guitar re repair specialists and luthiers refer to some of these high-end pickups from major manufacturers in a negative way that I agree with. One example that leaps to mind, and I'm not trying to throw anybody under a bus, comes from a few years ago where it was a three-pickup set branded as Vintage Noiseless. Yet, everyone that I met in the luthery space, people I respect enormously, always referred to them as Vintage Toneless. That was my opinion as well, and that's why they got replaced. Thus, if a pickup change is warranted, I'm going to propose that you look to a smaller builder who does hand-wind their products, and where the pickups themselves are actually made by hand. I have personal experience with pickups of this type, from bare-knuckle pickups, from Lawler, and from Fralin. In every case where I've installed a set of pickups from these folks, I end up much happier with the sound of the guitar afterwards, even if it came originally with maker high-end pickups. And this is true for humbuckers, single coils, and P90s. When I've gone to a smaller, focused pickup builder, I have never come away disappointed. One of the things that I note is a fundamental difference in dealing with these builders is their commitment to listen to you, the buyer. In each case, I've communicated with the maker via email or form on their website. I try to tell them what gauge strings I prefer, the guitar model, the kind of music that I tend to play, and if it differs on that particular guitar. I talk about the amplifiers that I'm going to use and even some of my preferred effects. I also try to verbalize, and sometimes it's difficult, what I'm seeking in terms of tonal delivery. For example, I don't want the high end to vanish. I don't want the low end to turn to mud. I like as much dynamics as I can possibly get. And I like clear bass that doesn't get woolly. Different guitars to me deliver different sounds. Frankly, if they were all the same, why would I have multiple guitars in the first place? And while I have a number of guitars, and I'll use the example of Paul Reed Smith guitars, typically excellent, they have different pickups as they were built at different times, or in some cases I changed out the factory pickups for something that I prefer. In this way, each guitar is its own thing, and that makes me happy. When I think about independence, let me give you some examples of success. I'm going to specifically call out Tim Mills from Bare Knuckle. He's the owner of the business, but to my surprise, when I sent in an email query, it was actually Tim who responded. He was very interested in providing me pickups that would do what I wanted them to do. Now, being who I am, I had already looked at what was available through the website, and I'd even figured out which set I would buy. However, after conversing with Tim, each time I bought pickups, I've ended up with something different than I originally thought I would get because he took the time to ask questions and bring his pickup expertise to bear. I have three bare-knuckle examples that come immediately to mind. I'm a 1960 reissue ES-355. It's a beautiful guitar, but I really didn't like the factory pickups. I felt they were bland. I thought, well, I'll just get 
bare-knuckle PAF alternatives, but Tim recommended pickups that were not those. And that guitar is now a complete joy to the point that I now want to go change the pickups in my other 355s to make them sound as rich and open as my 1960 reissue. My other two 355s are different vintage and built different builds, and so I'm not so concerned that they will end up all sounding the same. Another example I have is that I've owned a PRS Custom 22 for well over 20 years. I did buy it used, and it came with PRS Dragon pickups in it. At the time, I thought, wow, that's awesome, Dragon pickups. But I found I didn't play it much because it got dark and muddy based on my playing style, my amps, my effects. I don't like dark and muddy. That said, it's a wonderful guitar with a terrific neck. And from a playability perspective, it's marvelous. I was only dissatisfied when I plugged it in. Again, Tim and I chatted and I went with his Peter Green set for that particular guitar. And it is like a new instrument. I even went so far on my very inexpensive Squire Classic Vibe Tele because I bought that guitar specifically to gut it to try to make my own Keith Richards Micawber. And I must say that the factory Squire pickups were surprisingly good sounding, but I wanted to build a Micawber, a Tele pickup in the bridge and a humbucker in the neck. And again, working with Bare Knuckle, I went with a combination set that they put together for me. Now, this guitar is certainly not a daily driver. It's strung with five strings. It's in open tuning and really built for slide type of work. But when I do play it, it's an enormous amount of fun. And despite my own error in having the wiring done in broadcaster style, it really sounds awesome, particularly with the tone circuit defeated. Because of that level of engagement from Tim Mills, I will always look at offerings from Bare Knuckle but they're not the only solid provider. When I was replacing the bland factory pickups in both of my Jazzmasters, I ended up with brilliant offerings from Lindy Freelin, another super helpful pickup manufacturer. The two Jazzmasters are very different guitars, one being a, a Fender Limited Edition that came with a rosewood neck and modern electronics, and the other being a 65 reissue. Those Freeland pickups make those guitars come alive in ways that the stock Fender USA pickups did not. And I like them both, but they don't sound the same. I also have an old ES-335. It came from the factory with Gibson's pickups at the time. And I thought it was okay. But it's plus 20 years old. And again, while I love to play it not plugged in, I got a little tired of the sound when it was plugged in and through a variety of different amplifiers. So I reached out to Lawler pickups and ended up, after consultation, with a pair of Imperials from Jason Lawler. Lawler Imperials are pretty well respected, and I think a lot of folks use them. But again, in my case, I got a lot of pre-purchase support, listening to my needs, and what I believe is a quality recommendation. In this case, the difference between the Gibson factory pickups, which had always sounded okay, and the Lawler Imperials is massive in an all-positive way. 
I've even got an inexpensive Mexican Strat that's got to be 20 plus years old now that I recently put a set of Lindy Fralin Pure 54s in. I like the Strat. I like the neck on it. Mexican Strats from that vintage, particularly with the maple fretboards, always felt really good under my fingers. But those pickups may not have been optimal. At least they weren't optimal to me. Putting in those Pure 54s changed the guitar completely, and it cost me a lot less than replacing it just to get a tone that I liked. And I didn't have to give up the rest of the guitar that I do like. My point is that simply changing the pickups can make a boring guitar sing. And a good guitar, magnificent. It's a modification that I advocate for all players. I've also changed pickups on basses and even had factory pickups that came built into acoustics removed to be replaced with an acoustic pickup that I prefer. When I've made these changes, I've been successful every time. So you may choose to consider doing the same thing. Before you dump a decent guitar because the sound doesn't excite you, consider a pickup change. It'll cost you less, and the improvement is likely to be substantial. As always, thanks very much for listening, and until next time, peace. Thank <laughs> you.